Welcome to the podcast. Oh, wait a second. It just popped up as recording. It's, <laughs> it's going. Seconds. Okay, it's cool. going. It's, it's five going. seconds in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you're <laughs> listening to the CNC replay. Oh, Gracious sakes. Hi, bad. Have you missed me yet, sweet oh, prince? word. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you're listening to the CNC replay. I'm Chris. I'm going to quit. <laughs> Corey's sad. <laughs> I'm Noelle. I'm Corey. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Just kidding. No, that was really funny. <laughs> I wish we could open every episode like that. That would that would be that would be quite wonderful. Yeah. But the ten minute Happy version. New Year! Woo! It's 2022. <laughs> uh, We're all living in a Taylor Swift song. Are, are we? 22. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> I don't want to live in the 10 minute version. I don't want to live in that reality. Are you saying you want to get off this wild ride as quickly as possible? Yes. Wow. I don't want to be gaslit in my own kitchen. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Christine. I have. Want, do you want to tell I'll be crying! <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell the people was? about your, your latest uh, <laughs> uh, development in your life? <laughs> it is my new favorite Decepticon. I <clears throat> yeah, had well, I, what I thought I was a cold Jeez. turns out to not be a cold, uh. but I am fine now. <laughs> but I do indeed have the COVIDs yet again. So I we should probably be wearing masks on this live stream, to be honest with you. I don't want to give your computers any viruses. Yeah, our boxes are our boxes are not six feet apart. I just want to point that out. Look, I can I can almost uh, touch yeah. Noel and Corey from where I'm at. The so. CDC is going to shut this down, <laughs> <laughs> or probably not. No. <clears throat> oh yeah, unbelievable. But because of that, I get to watch a lot of sports <gasps> this week, and I'm very Everyone get about your that. fingers out of my space. I'm very excited about that. Your grubby little digits <laughs> are not welcome here. COVID. <laughs> yeah. Great. I I just. <laughs> I I I just find it hilarious that you didn't even know. I have a like I have trying to go into work. It's like, hey, you and then, have, and then I, so oh, I, it's like, oh, I, I, I'm hmm. like, I'm testing for the new next development. Day. Like, oh, that's wonderful. Did they Alrighty. test you every time you go into work? <laughs> time to, I guess I, I guess I, I think okay. I got it. So uh, hmm. I uh, went and got another test at one of the clinics, and then um, yeah. So it turns out I I indeed had it, have it. So um, but feel great. I, f- I feel me the infinity the infinity COVID. But you're all good, feeling better. He he's just collecting all the variants, just uh, as the infinity stone. It's his so villain prob- origin oh, yeah, story. He probably yeah. had Delta or something after his wedding, um, which wasn't mm-hmm. it weird or something? Wasn't yeah. Delta like worse than the others? Well, no, like, I, like I'm talking about, so like, the the OG, yeah. the OG COVID, right? Like March 2020 it, COVID. Yeah, had its own issues, but like everybody was freaking out about Delta for a period of time. Wasn't Delta like bad? I truly do not it remember. Less than I don't. I don't either. I and then like Omicron comes along, so and like people I, um, are freaking out about uh, it. What I'm very like, happy yeah, about is that it is, seems to be mutating like, in basically a cold fashion. It's basically Hopefully. a cold, and. uh... I, I can't expect another mutation to get worse, but and especially this, like, truthfully, I was continuing. I could continue on with my day. Like, it nothing, it was no hiccup. Like, I had more yeah. boogers than I usually did. So, oh well. Like, big whoop. Well, okay, I'm going to be totally honest with you. My smell is still completely messed up from the first time I had COVID, and everything, everything, everything smells like burnt pot roast. Like, what do they taste like? To be completely honest with you. So... I always tell I tell Mariel I, t- I always tell my wife I fart in bed and then I say it smells oh, like gosh, Chris. And she always goes Ugh! so no well she did but she got That's her back horrible. just fine so I guess yeah apparently apparently my immune uh, never mind I was, we're not gonna have she didn't lose her thing out but my immune system sucks it's it's pretty terrible apparently she's, she's stronger than <laughs> I thought me. it was pretty good it's not so I do indeed. I do indeed. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, guys. 
I, I just nope, cough there. You stink. You smell like beef, or you smell like pot roast. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what? Um, well, anyway, uh, we have to talk about sports, um, right now, which this is, this is probably, honestly, this is probably the worst part of the year. Like, like that January, that January, February, like sports months, every with everything's starting to wind down. NFL seasons rearing are gearing up into the playoffs. And of course the Lions aren't going to be in that mm-hmm. and they usually aren't. So it's like, uh, eh, this is par for course. Par for course. Um, and then uh, I'm not going to talk about Michigan football because I'm too sad, but disappointing way to end the season. But they still did a lot of fun stuff, so I guess I have to hang my hat on that. Um, but that means end of college football, end of regular football, and the Lions had a game against Seattle in Seattle. And I, it's like we don't – like what are, what are we expecting here? You know, what, what, are, what are we actually looking forward to? I don't necessarily Woo! know, but uh, we'll, we'll start with the good. Like, again, like we said we were always going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. What did I, Have a what time, did I, dude. What did I tell you guys at the beginning of the year? You've been his cheerleader since the beginning. I Listen, this guy, when we drafted him, the spot that we got him, I was like, this guy's going to be a pretty important piece to this season moving forward, especially with given the depth of this wide receiver room. And he, he had himself a game in a game that did not matter. Um, but he, I think last week he won rookie of the week. Um, and if not for some guy by the name of Jamar Chase, he probably would be in serious consideration for offensive rookie of the year. Um, but I, he'll, I think if there was like a top three, in my opinion, it'd be Jamar Chase, yeah. Mac Jones, and then I guess the homer in me, you'd put Amon Ross St. Brown up there, just given the given the second half of the season he's had. Um, but he looks stellar. Um, he was very hard to guard. He was quick, um, and he was that Swiss Army knife. I believe he had a two-point conversion. Um, it was like a, like a shovel pass, like handoff, um, like end-around sort of a play. Uh, nice play, and he got like flipped and flipped and rocked into the end zone but he scored um and he's just looks like he's a fun time like to watch um he was getting fired up even when the lions were getting their teeth kicked in um and he was playing his heart out and i guess that's the that's the mo of this team they're not gonna back down they're not gonna quit they're probably gonna lose and they're gonna lose very badly but they're going to try their best just all we can ask at this point Honestly, it's all we can ask. Um, but given everything else, <laughs> Seattle was just... It's unfortunate because Seattle's like, what? They had, that was their fifth win of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just better, <laughs> frankly. Russell Wilson was just better. Uh, Rashad Penny had like 100 yards in the first half of the game, um, which and two <clears> touchdowns, <throat> which if you're trying to win a football game, that's not very good. The Lions re- recovered another onside kick in this game. They almost recovered two. So, like, they're just, I mean, like, they're, it, it, I don't even know how to describe this team. It's like, it, it's the same result, but a different formula to get to that same result. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's encouraging or refreshing or whatnot, um, but it's like, it's. I turned the game off because it's like, this is. This it's is, almost like on a test when you use a formula and get, the the you use the wrong formula and get the right answer <laughs> except for this you're using the right formula with like slight tweaks along the way and get the wrong answer and your teacher's like dude you're so close what's yeah. happening that's or, essentially or, what the lions are right now or it's like i i feel like i did like a couple of math problems where like i did everything right like in high school like i did everything right had the right formula had the right thing and then like like i got like the right answer but i put a completely different answer as the answer (laughs) yes that's it there it is (laughs) like my work was right it's like it was like the point where like i got like half credit because everything else was right and like teachers like how did you get this answer when you were doing everything (laughs) right on this i literally got a note one time with that and like that's kind of like that's kind of what the lines did now they were a little bit shorthanded um alex alonzo i have 
talked about him. I don't like him very much, but he was out. There's a lot of guys that are out. Uh, Goff didn't play. And what was there's a stat about Tim Boyle? Wasn't golly. his college like Tim Boyle. career god awful as well? He is, like, he is horrible. That was it. Yeah, he is so bad. Ah. He threw more interceptions in college than he did touchdowns. Oh no! He went. He went to Western Kentucky and UConn. How you know, did perennial perennial college football powerhouses? Right. right. There. How but, did he end up on our team? Why do we have uh, him? So the Packers <clears throat> picked him up. Okay. And he was he was the backup to Aaron Rodgers for a few seasons. So and it's I a think, tough gig. So my buddy's a Packers fan, and he was like, "Ah, oh, Tim Boyle's a go," kind of like as like a joke. Yeah. So like we talk about, I mean, we're not gonna. I'm not, you know, I'm not even gonna bring up that example, but that would be like, oh, Andrew Romine is the best player on the Tigers, like a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Like it's like he's not, he's good, but like you know, it was one of those things where like Aaron Rodgers really liked this guy, so mm-hmm. like the Packers kind of kept him around, mm-hmm. and he became the backup. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so like the Lions were probably like, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers liked this guy, like he's probably a service with that backup. <laughs> nah. Well, Okay. I I think in his first start of the year, I oh. talked about the tweet that said uh, Tim Boyle was is the definition of white privilege. <laughs> it rings true. Yikes! All the time. It was that I, that might have been the funniest sport if if I had to do sports tweet of the year for Detroit sports, that would be it. A hundred percent. I literally laughed out loud when I read that. Um, but thankfully, uh, Tim Boyle's not the starter. I mean, we don't get much better with Goff, but Goff had at least been playing better, and hopefully he can play the last game of the year at least just to build some sort of confidence going into next year because he's probably going to be the quarterback next year. And thankfully, yes. after all of this depressing talk about meaningless football games is over, we can talk about things that matter, and that is the NFL draft. Uh, um, so that'll be good to talk about. Um, but... It's just I, I I mean I don't I honestly don't even know what else there is to to say about about the Lions yeah. this year and especially with a game like this like okay your young guys did well they're probably the best players on the field um, for you oh Taylor Decker caught a touchdown pass that was cool like that was a the, very fun video that's the that's the thing the Lions are always doing junk like this the, wasn't that the, the second the, pass to a to a linesman in that game? On, on that drive. On that drive. Oh, good. Good. Better. Yeah. yeah. On that drive. Uh, <laughs> it, like, that's the, like, it, when the Lions had Patricia, they were just boring. Yeah. Like, they have Campbell. They're still losing and losing more. But at least there's, like, oh, hey, we're, like, oh. At Lions least you end up 20. on NFL Twitter for that. Right. Lions scored 22 points. Oh, yeah, they did it because they threw a touchdown pass to their to their left tackle. Um, they recovered 30 onside kicks, and their uh, punter threw a 50-yard touchdown pass on a on a fake field goal. But like, <laughs> it's just like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like that's how the that's what the Lions are doing. And like cool, that's fun, that's exciting. I still need to see some improvement and some wins in that regard, um, which hopefully they'll come. But until uh, we get a new quarterback, maybe I should well, say not, this. no, no, no. I take how many years does Dan Campbell get? We'll actually get some constructive conversation here. How many years does Dan Campbell get to turn this thing around? I don't know. What if a, actually? What does "turn around" mean? I'm saying. At what back point in are we playoffs. turned around? Oh, back in playoffs. Okay, back in the playoffs. Yikes. <sighs> Which not hold hold on because now there's seven playoff teams. Right. Uh, the NFC West is about to get three in one season. That's not sustainable, I don't think, especially given the window that the Rams put themselves in with trading away every first-round pick. Um, So if one division can send three teams, do you think the NFC North, which is probably the weakest division in the NFC right now, could send two? Because the NFL Mm -hmm. flips Mm -hmm. all the time. Like Teams are in the playoffs, and then it's like, oh, man, they forget how to win. I mean, look at the Bengals. The Bengals had Joe Burrow. He got hurt, and they had a top-five pick this year. If, if things go their way, they could be the number one seed in the AFC, which is crazy right. to think about. So yeah. I guess that's why I'm asking that question. How many years do you give Dan Campbell to turn this thing around? I think – all right, so this is this is where my thoughts go. 
if we don't see significant improvement in the overall wins, scores, etc. in the next season, I'm going to count that as 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 an L. Like Dan Campbell has he's not doing what he's just supposed to be doing because we're mm-hmm. right now we're playing playing better air quotes. Yeah. Um we're more exciting. Things are happening. Things are shifting. He has not lost the locker room. We just don't have the talent. We don't have the the ability to get those wins that we need to, right? Right. The locker room won't be a problem. No. And that's what I'm saying is, is as long as I think he holds on to that, we're going to be okay. So if next year we, we focus on like focus on the winning, that sounds so stupid. But if that is something that, that comes up and is, is a fruit of the progress we're making this year, I give it, I don't know. I want to say like end of three will be just there is kind of what I'm feeling. This being year one. Uh, This, yeah, we'll call this year one. So like end of three will be like, maybe don't make it all the way, but like pretty close. So four, I guess I'll call it four. Do they not have three first round picks this year? Or do they have two? They have two. And they have two next year. And they have, next year they have those in the Rams, correct? If you, for the next two years, you have four first-round picks, if you don't at, I would they say, year have, three, going, if you're halfway through that third season and you've just had four first-round so. picks yeah. now on your roster and you don't are not making some type of positive headway, you're done. I think that's, a, that's there's no excuse for not winning football games at that point. Now, I'm not saying, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not saying playoffs, but I'm saying if you're if you don't get six seven wins, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm also f- sorry. Yeah, yeah, like we suck. Yeah, I, I also a, think the point. Lions factor needs to be put into this. So maybe my four <laughs> was generous, given the, that the, the Lions factor is is that. They need to improve to six wins next year. That's the Lions factor. Yeah. Because you look at a team like the Eagles. Okay, they have yeah. nine wins um, when last year they looked dead in the water. Um, and they could get ten this year. That's a one-year turnaround. You look at the Bengals, mm-hmm. one-year turnaround. And yeah. they did that with one for, I mean, other other draft picks went into this. Yeah. But the Bengals would not be where the Bengals are without Jamar Chase right now. That is a fact. And that, it's just that's just one guy. Chris, you made an excellent point. Lions are going to have four game changers. And one of those guys is going to be either a Hutchinson or Thibodeau. We've talked about this extensively. Yeah, he fits the bill. Um, which vastly improves a defense that needs some help, especially on the pass-rushing side of things. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, Chris, I yeah. agree. If they if if they, if they they get through these four first-round picks yeah. and, and they're not somewhere where they're close – so I'm I'm saying three at the end of year three. If the Lions are not at least competing for a playoff spot, so it's like if if we get through this year, we have two wins, we improve, and we stagnate at like seven wins after year three. Campbell's off on the hot seat, and then I would say if things don't improve through the fourth year, fire him midseason. I would agree. Um, I would agree, and then so. the thing is like. That's the thing that sucks is in by year three, we need to start making headway desperately the other direction, or it's you're gonna be we're gonna be down for another decade. Truthfully, like we're not, it's not gonna be anything like as is tradition, as is tradition. Correct. What when was the last time that it happened? It was we were close, wasn't it? Like two thousand and Caldwell was the coach. Caldwell, Caldwell. So before yeah. Uh, Patricia. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing that. So that's my guess. I'm thinking, I'm hoping by the end of, I'm, and I honestly think I have faith as L do Lions fans, but we'll see. We'll see how far that goes. Yeah. Do we all have faith? <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's hard. Here's the thing. Here's no, what I'm going to say. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to say this. No. It's going to be hard to screw it up. Like, I don't, I think it's going to be really hard to screw it up. You're, you, well, have a, you, you have a prime. You're in prime position, though. You're in like you're in prime position at the moment. To in the next couple of years, you have everything stacked in front of you. You have an empty slate. You have a. You have a. You're. You don't have any type of expectations. 
you have a clean clean opportunity where you get all the draft picks. No one no one's expecting anything out of you. It's hard to screw that up. That's just in my opinion. And but yet, here we are. I have I have a I have a I guess a another thought here. Um, the strength of this team this year has mm-hmm. been offensive line run game because they just yeah. th- throw whoever back there and now we have some pr- pretty consistent 100-yard NFL rushers. Because the Lions will eventually take a quarterback with one of these four picks. not yes. Hopefully not this first one. Um, no. But the the remaining three, um, they will take a quarterback. What if they go mobile? I mean, they've had Stafford, who's the pro-style quarterback, um, who were no Stafford slander here. Um, but the NFL is changing. Look at the Lamars. Yep. Look at the Josh Allens. Look at even Jalen Hurts. Um yeah. Russell Wilson was the originator, um, kind of opened the door for some of these guys. Um, what if you have a good offensive line and you get a mobile quarterback? Yep. That's probably the best like the best way to set up your young quarterback for success. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe some, some dynamics that you just didn't get with a Stafford, definitely not with a Goff. Yeah. And, not with a pro style quarterback, so I'd be interested to see. I'd have to read up more on on the quarterbacks in this class because I think maybe they would take somebody with that late first round pick. But also some of the some of the quarter, it's not a good quarterback class, no. but it's a good dual threat quarterback class. But it's it's like a they're they're very high risk, high reward <clears throat> type of guy. I'm yeah. thinking about Malik Willis from Liberty. Um, guy's got a cannon, um, but. Some of the some of the grades on him, he just doesn't make very good decisions. I would say Matt Corral from Ole Miss, but it looks like he just destroyed his knee in the bowl game, um, which not good for his stock. And then Kenny Pickett's the best quarterback that's available. I don't think he will be available at the Lions late first round. I think Pittsburgh is is going to take him um, with those with the with the late first the, or mid first something like that. I think that's where his grades at. So. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think maybe you look at a guy like that instead of someone who's a more traditional quarterback. Just to, it's something different, right? You can you can still have a, a very good run game, this pro style, whatever. But also having a quarterback that can have the threat of doing that, I think bodes well for you. Uh, mm-hmm. In a division where the only one of those guys is Aaron Rodgers, he's probably the best that's ever done it. Um, but Aaron Rodgers isn't. Aaron Rodgers is noted for passing, not being a dual threat. He uses his legs when he has to, and he uses them well. And he uses them well, and he can use them well because he's such a great passer. It's it's a weird dynamic. I know I'm a little bit rambling, but no, you know. um, but look at the other quarterbacks in the division. Kirk Cousins, not mobile. Uh, Jared Goff, definitely not mobile. Uh, Justin Fields, trying to be, but their whole coaching strategy right there um, in Chicago is um, horrible. Mobile so. quarterback Aaron Rodgers? I, I said that. Oh. Are you not listening? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's he's. I think Aaron Rodgers could probably rush for more yards than Goff this year, right now. Like, like if he actually like think of it this way, like if he, if the mentality was mobile, yes. I think Aaron Rodgers would do better than Goff. Yes, that was my yes. point. Oh, okay, good, <laughs> cool. I severely misheard that. I apologize. No, that's okay. But no, okay. I like where you're heading. I would say so. We just confirmed we're getting a, a one. We're either getting number one or number two. It's looking like we're getting the number two overall draft pick. And mm-hmm. most people are saying Thibodeau is going to go number one, and that makes mm-hmm. me very happy because I really want Hutchinson. I've heard Hutchinson's going to go number one. Really? No. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, I'm. I'm. Well, here's here's my 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 thoughts and prayers. But uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, the Colts have clinched a playoff spot. No. Corey, you're Indy? Nope. So that, they that game to, counts. They have to win against Jacksonville. To, to, if they win, sucks. they're in. Okay. Well, we are getting the, we're getting the second. Yeah, we're getting the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go defensive or defensive line or for Ab- pass rushing. Absolutely. And then I would go secondary with that late first round pick. And then next year, I would go offense. I would get your quarterback. I'd get probably a wide receiver target. And then from there I think we'd be pretty like a mediocre team hopefully but uh, who's to say the bar is so low the bar, the bar is, is so low, low. Whomst among us Whomst among us <laughs> <laughs> 
can, can we talk about how Mo Sider just like mowed down Washington? Just like absolutely annihilates people left and right. I'm sorry, yeah, that's a bad freak. transition. No, but I mean fine. we had an order that we were gonna do things in, but yeah, oh, sure. Was that blow that up. <laughs> no, that wasn't the order. That's oh, okay. I'm doing great. Today. Totally fine. Yes, Mo Sider. Yeah. Talk about it. I love this kid so much. I know he lost. Like I know he lost on New Year's Eve. But he is such a physical presence, and I love his young recklessness that he'll just absolutely annihilate whoever's in his path, and it makes watching Red Wings games so much more enjoyable now that we have that. We haven't had it since Cronwall, and now we're back. We're back! Well, are we? <laughs> are we? I don't know. We're back on, we're back we, on that aspect. We scored three goals in three games when the other team scored about... 50. Yeah, I think it was, there was a five, a one to five, a one to three, and a one to six was the other day. Yeah. No, something like that. It was one to five against One Boston. to five. Okay. Yeah. Still. Yes. Them some rough scores. Here's my prediction. Here we go. <clears throat> and Noel, you're going to like this. Oh, geez. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. There's yes. a scene where, <clears throat> where. <laughs> Corey's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, Corey. So. Aragorn. Do not disparage the greatest film fan franchise on the planet, my dude. Continue, Chris. Mm-hmm. Whoa. They're stuck in the throne room. They yeah. hop on their horses. They rush outside. They, they're swinging their, their, their swords. They fight through the entire army, and they look on the crest of the hill, and there's Jacob Vrana coming right <laughs> over from knee surgery. Absolutely coming to put the wings back on track. It is going to happen. He's going to be our Gandalf. He's going to take us to the next level so quickly. And I am so excited for it, and I'm not underestimating this. I'm not overhyping this. Jacob Brown is going to make our make our our team great, and I'm so excited for it. Very. Corey, quickly. do you have any idea what that scene is? No, but I get the picture. Okay, I'll send it to you later because it's a good one. Sure. Um, and then Photoshop Jacob Brown's face out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just tweet that out. He's tweet that out. Glowing. We'll um. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that he'll make a difference in yeah. the next coming weeks. I don't know when he's slated to come back. I don't know if we've gotten any updated news on that. February. Uh, okay, February. <laughs> Just in time. Perfect. We need him. Um, but in other news, our power play has somehow regressed oh. and regressed oh. almost fully to what it was last season. Um, yeah. It's first Weiler back. <laughs> which is... I hate that guy. Just... I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. That was that was horrible. I watched that Boston game. Yeah. And I was just exhausted on Sunday. And I was watching, I think it was the second power play of the game into the second period. Mm-hmm. Boston had, I think, a minute and 20 seconds in our Yeah, zone. they had more possession on our power play than we did. It was horrible. And, like, it was just, it was unimaginative. They were playing right into Boston's scheme. It was sloppy. They were there were, the like, boards. so many giveaways. It was, it was, it was gross. I remember sitting there, like, yelling at my TV, and my roommate was sitting there. Just, I was very much annoying him, but it was annoying me that the Red Wings were just playing so poorly. Yeah. After, I mean, they just looked lost. They, they really did. Yeah. I don't know if that's due to the, the the pause which shocker uh didn't necessarily work very much because still there's guys going in on this list mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which we all said was going to happen um but on the flip side of that the NBA did not pause and they're still dealing with it so it's it kind of almost shows you that there's not really a whole lot you can do you can either play through it or you can pause Dude's gonna test positive. That's that's just that's reality right now, and uh, that may scare some people. That may make people upset, um, but I, there's those. That's your scientific experiment, okay? Which with this league didn't play, this league is playing. Where's the cases at? And they're both not necessarily very good right now. Um, but I digress. Um, the Red Wings were very much impacted by their time off, and they. I don't want to say they had a ton of momentum, but they definitely looked like a pretty competitive and capable team before this, and then they've come out of the gate completely. Worst-case scenario, essentially, completely mm-hmm. flat. Um, and I don't know if that's just due to rust, but we're 
we're two games in now. Letty's coming back, which would be helpful. Um, but defense wasn't necessarily the problem. Uh, no. It was, it was offense. But. But. And but. to all the listeners, don't let Corey and Noel bring you down on the Red Wings. Would you, would you, would you, at the beginning of the season, if, if I told you that we were one point out of wild card, one point, we were one point out of wild card, and it's January. Would you say that we have not done a good job? I don't think we're I would, still there. I would say we're exactly we're exactly where I thought we were going to be. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> you did say that at the beginning of the season that we're going to fight for a wild card spot. I said we're going to win. We're going to get we're, the. AFC. Oh, we are one point out of a wild card spot. We are Hello. one point out of a wild card spot without Jacob Vrana, mind you. If we had Vrana, we would have been in. I think we we would have beat. I would think we would have been in. I generally believe it. He he does good work. He's the best player on the team. So oh, okay, he is the Whoa. best player on the team. No, Whoa. we're gonna Hold. fight. Jacob Vrana is the best player on the team. Time. It's not Larkin. It's not. Who is it? It's not Bert. It's Jacob Vrana. <laughs> Who beats Jacob Vrana? Corey is given up and walking away, <laughs> taking his headphones off, out the door, and a health a healthy. He's, um, he's gone. So we don't know if he's. I don't. Who knows? Um, that's fine. The best player he, on the he hasn't played for most of the season. You can't call I him the best player on this team. I understand that when he came, literally as soon as he came from 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 Washington, and we can look that we can check the stats there. He had the best performance on anyone on the entire team from like the twenty thirty games he played, and it was incredible, absolutely incredible. It was out. It was better hockey than anyone on our team has played. I had I had to leave the room for that tomfoolery that was just I mean, yeah changed my mind. Chris, don't get me wrong, he Brana was an absolute spark plug when he got traded here last year. Absolutely was one of the best offensive players, if not the best offensive, offensive player. Offensive player, yes, that this team had last year. I will agree with okay, sure last year. Don't Verona go and had, retcon this. Now, yeah. you said what you said. You stick to it. Okay. Not you. I would still stick Vrana to it. has yet... He's barely touched any ice at all this season. Nor does season. he need to. Nor does he need to. <laughs> and the game of hockey is much more than just offensive wingers. I would have to look into his defensive metrics. I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to make the argument based off of that. He could be a very good defensive forward. I have no clue. Sure. But that's to be decided. Sure. Dylan Larkin has proved this year that he is the most important player on this team, therefore the best player on this team. Absolutely. You cannot make any argument to me that Dylan Larkin is not the best player that the Red Wings have to offer. The amount that he produces on the offensive side of the game, on the defensive side of the game, and the glue that he has, this this chemistry with Raymond and Bertuzzi on the top line, he's very much proven that he is a very capable first line option in this league. And Therefore, if you want to talk about just pure talent, Lucas Raymond holds that. He's raw, but he's he holds that spot. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Here's what I'll say though. I like I Corey, hear your facts. You both of him you are saying wrong. him saying that he is the best offensive player, I completely agree with that. There is an argument to be made. I Last will year. also agree. Okay. Last year. I will also agree that Dylan Larkin is the most important player on the Red Wings. But I don't think he's the best hockey player on the Red Wings. I think he does the best work. I think he works harder than literally anyone ever does on the team. But I think once Verona comes back, we're going to be a completely different team. Like a completely different team. And we will see in a month. And maybe I'll be eating my words. But we shall see. I, I think there like will that. be some shift. I think that hopefully we will get more goals. I don't I don't know that it's going to be as big of a shift as you think it's going to be. Okay. Okay. Here it comes. I'm just, I, I, Here I'm comes just the trying to follow. Story. I'm just trying to follow the logic. He does the best work on the team. He's the hardest worker. How does that not make him the best player on the team? Because Ron is a t- more if talented he, if player. If he does the best work. I think Vron is a more talented player. No, I think he does. I think he's the hardest worker. That's like saying Chris Draper said was he, the best player on the he, team because he worked the hardest. You said Larkin does the best work. No, I'm said. saying he works the hardest. And what he does for the team but off that's the ice, too. That's I'm what I meant. Spot. I'm putting you but on the spot. But that's what I course. meant. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm sticking to my point. That's what I meant. What I mean by best work, I mean, like, 
what he does for the team is he puts in he he he, he combines the whole team. He's he's the best captain we could have asked for at this time. Like that's that's what I'm trying to say. But from talent perspective, from like a hockey player's perspective, I don't think he's going to be as good as Vrana once he comes back. And I think okay. Vrana fits the scheme perfectly. It's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Listen, I sure hope so. But yeah, Dylan Larkin's the best player on this team. There's no argument. Okay. I'm sorry. There's just a, there just isn't. Okay. Okay. There just isn't. 2020-2021 season. Just yes. raw metrics given to me raw. on the NHL app. You ready? Ooh. Rawest metrics. Dylan Larkin played 44 games. Yes. Yes. Remember, he was injured. So. Yes. 44 games. He had nine goals, 14 assists. So, 23 points, right? That's not great, but. It's not good. <laughs> I know. Going over to Verona, who mm-hmm. played a similar amount of games. Sure. 39 games played, 11 goals, 14 assists, 25 points. They're separated by two points. Now, you remember, last year, Dylan Larkin didn't have any support in terms of goal scoring on his line. Correct. You know? He had no play- playmaking support. He was doing every single job on that ice. So his time was split. Yes. Verona had one job, and he did his job. Dylan Very Larkin well. had about 15. Sure. When they're similarly stacked together like that, Dylan yes. Larkin wins. Sure. <laughs> we will see. We will see. Well, the, well here's the thing. Is... They're going to be on the line together, more than likely, right? Would Verona, would Verona take over in, 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 in either Burt or Raymond's spot? Or no? Raymond is second. You go second? You go second? I think Verona would be second. I think we need a competent lower core. Lower, sorry, lower nine. Sure. And you'd have to, you'd have to dump Sedina. From an offensive, from an, let's say this, let's say this. I'll extend an olive branch. I'm not still, I'm still not going back from what I was originally saying. Would you agree that Jacob Verona is a better offensive player than Dylan Larkin? With what does loss. better mean? Also, who is it fidgeting? Means a better because... offensive player. <laughs> if you're is saying my goal scorer, if you're can. saying goal scorer, yes. If you're saying offensive player, that's to I'm be saying decided. offensive player. Okay. If okay. you're saying offensive player, that's to be to be decided. If to you're be saying decided. goal scorer, then Vron is the better player or oh, the better yeah. goal scorer. Oh, I'm not just saying goal scorer. I'm saying that's offensive like, player. This, see, this is the, this is why this argument. It's I think for hockey, it's a much different argument in different sports because. Who's the better player, Patrice Bergeron or David Pasternak? Two very different players. Yeah. We have – it's not the ta- same talent level as Larkin and Verona. They're significantly below those guys. Maybe not significantly, but they're below sure. those guys on a on every frame of the, sure. of the facet of the game. However, who's the better player, Patrice Bergeron? Do you want a 200-foot player? Or do you want a 200-foot game, or do you want a guy who can fill the, the the net with goals? So I don't know. This is it's a it's a funny argument, but I, funny I, argument. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. I I will get behind you, Chris, and say that Piran is the better goal scorer. Is cool. better as far the better hockey player. Can't do that. Okay. So it's just defense. So Larkin plays better defense than Piran. He does everything. He has, what do you mean everything? Not offense. He's not a better goal scorer, right? That's not the argument. <laughs> now we're just talking in circles. Now we're just yeah, we're literally just talking in circles. We get it. We got to move on. This will we'll come back to this when people are all when Verona's back on the ice. Just... When Verona's back on the ice, may, you we one of us might be saying, "I told you so." We'll see. We'll see. Verona I think he's gonna comes, Verona comes back blazed. and scores one goal in thirty games. That would be. <laughs> oh. Oh. I will. I will eat my cat. If that happens, don't tell oh. Ariel. She's yeah. right there. Hi. Um. Hey guys, guess what? what? Tigers. The Pistons what? are bad. Oh. <gasps> yes. Six wins now. And they Wait, literally had—they literally had the Motor City Crews playing as the Detroit Pistons for like <laughs> a week, given the N- NBA's health and safety protocol stuff. Um. Couple highlights. Luca Garza had his first career double double. Um, How are you feeling, Luca? Great. He's he's got a lot of work to go. Absolutely, and he is slow, so he's going to have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. You can't get faster, but you're going to have to do different parts of your game differently. Um, former U of M alum Derek Walton Jr. back for his second stint with the Pistons. He's played 
fairly well as well. And then guys who are, have not gotten COVID uh, and who are Pistons regulars are stepping up. Uh, Sadiq Bay. See, this is the cool thing about these Pistons. Sadiq Bay was struggling throughout the majority of the season. Uh, and then Casey's like, hey, I, I have confidence in you. You're going to figure it out. Given circumstances, probably helping his case, but Sadiq Bay has probably been one of the best, if not the best player on the Pistons for the past few weeks. Um, and ever since he put on the sweatband, has been great. Um, and he hit a game-winning shot against the Spurs. Nasty. We'd love to see it. Spurs aren't a horrible team. That's cool. Wins are fun. Um, and, uh, well, I can't pronounce his first name. I'm going to do it the best I Hamayud Hamayud <laughs> Hamadou Di- Diallo Hamadou Diallo was a guy that almost got cut from this team given an attitude thing or some altercation that happened on the bench and Casey's like go sit on that bench figure it out guys averaging uh, 30 points plus these past two games dropped 31 against the Knicks and he dropped 34 against the Spurs I don't care what you do. If you're dropping 34, 30 points a night in the NBA, you must be doing something right. And we were excited last year about this trade from the from the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, him coming over and being a part of this team. Did did we uh, the kids twenty three mm-hmm. maybe twenty four? Yeah. Hold did on. we maybe? I think no. I think he's. I think he's twenty three. Um, and this is a comparison that uh, isn't the outlandish ones that I make all the time of like the Jokic's and the and the and the Curry's and seeing how their development goes. Did we maybe just find another Jeremy Grant, perhaps, in this kid? It's a very small sample size. Lots of weird circumstances. Maybe the teams aren't that good. Whatever. Kid just dropped thirty points in back-to-back nights. I like that. I don't know about <laughs> you guys. I like that. It is nice very to see production. Happy. Yeah, very athletic. Yeah, I mean, in when I mean, eventually these guys are going to have to get healthy. Yeah, he's playing his way into the lineup, and that's what Jeremy Grant did. You know, he he signed a prove it deal, and then he played well uh, on it. Diallo could become uh, a. A piece to this to this rebuild, mm-hmm. and given his age, that's exactly what the Pistons are trying to do. They're trying to find these young guys, aren't proven, get them some time, and see where they go. Diallo, Sadiq Bay, leading this team right now. Um, Especially and... since Jeremy's closer to the trade block than anybody at this point. Oh yeah, no, Jeremy Grant's going to be traded. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, I just don't know what for. Um, right. There's a lot of speculation that he's going to go to the Lakers. Lakers don't really have anything to offer. I saw some wild, absolutely wild four-team trade. Ooh, tell us about the, it. Well, the Lakers somehow ended up with Jeremy Grant and Ben Simmons. Uh, um, that's a feat. Uh, and the Pistons got Taylor Horton Tucker, who's good sixth man off the bench for the for the Lakers mm-hmm. right now. Um Malik Monk and two first-round picks um, in that deal. And there's like, uh, no, the Pacers were involved. Karis LeVert went someplace. I think he went to Philly or something like that. Uh, Miles Turner went somewhere. And I can't remember what the fourth team was. Um, it's going to be really dumb if it's where Malik, Malik Monk is from. And I don't know what team he's from, but I've seen him play. Um, I just can't remember this, the team he plays for right now. Um that's a fine return for one player. I'll take it. I'll, I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Um, I don't know if that was picks leaving our way. I didn't look at it very much. And the guy was like, I've seen some ridiculous trades in the NBA, and this one hurts my brain. It's like, ah, I can't look at this right now. This <laughs> hurts my brain. It's, this is too many moving parts. Um, but expect some more young talent coming back for, for Jeremy Grant um, in the near future. And, uh, you know, Pistons basketball may not be so exciting, but look again with as we've looked for the the Lions and the Red Wings. Look at what these mid twenties, early twenty year olds are doing in these games, and that will tell you where the Pistons are putting their value in in the moment. And uh, other than that, there's not really much else you can say, unless 
you both have some insights on uh, the direction of the stones. Cause Kate's I don't know still basketball very well. <laughs> All I know is if you win six games out of 36 games, something's wrong. And uh, I think you got to fix it. So, Excellent insight. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. And back to you, Corey. If no. only the Pistons had an outstanding player like Jacob Vrana to put on their team. Oh, my gracious sake. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I knew it. Ugh. Nope. Ugh. Just got to keep putting the building blocks where they belong. Yeah. Moving forward. And Jeez. look, I like winning games. I do. I miss winning games for the Pistons, honestly. So that would be nice to see that soon. Sometime. Yeah. Any any time. Wind. Are they playing tomorrow? Win tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'd be back to back wins. That would be that would be uh, a feat. A feat. Here, um, however, everybody, what I will say to our viewers, and, and I'll extend an olive branch. Um, right now, you can currently get tickets lower bowl to the Pistons game next Monday for four dollars. No way. Yeah. So <laughs> He's about to drive up just go for that. Su- go support our boys. Go support our boys on a Monday night. That's a sick... Who are they playing? Like the Jazz. What? Yeah. They're playing the Jazz. Monday the Jazz night. are kind of nasty, so... Yeah, they are indeed. They maybe are there's indeed. a lot of guys out due to COVID. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, but yeah. that's just what they're dealing with. Hey, do you guys remember uh, when I said at the beginning of the year, if lots of things go right... Um, the Pistons would be competing for the play-in tournament. Remember when I said that? Yes, yes, I do. They're not competing for the play-in No, tournament. they are not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Lots nah. of things did not go right. Lots of things did not go right. Lots of things did not happen. Uh, yeah. 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 But so. we wait. <laughs> Patiently, mostly. We wait for the future. But other than that, yikes. We're 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 running out we're running out of steam here. We need we need content. I'm watching cricket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't understand it. This is cricket. I don't understand it at all. But oh, the score is a... 441 to six, so I can't imagine it's going good for our team. I don't know. It could be bad. It could be good. <laughs> What's going on? There is a big cricket scene in. Um... The Hamtramck Dearborn area. Uh, I did, I think I did know that. Because mm-hmm. yes. a lot of Maybe. there's a, because of a lot of um, South Asian, Southeast Asian, Southwest Asian, yeah. Southwest Asian mm-hmm. countries play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is very nice. Yeah. Hey guys. Hey uh, what? Major League Baseball is in day thirty-one of the lockout. Yes, Woo! yes, they are. Um, Do you know what that means? No, I'm not like logistically no. I just know it's bad. Well, A, no, it's not good, and B, means that there's no baseball news. Oh, yes, that is true. Hence the lockout. Um, Which, actually, it was weird, because, like, Passan, who's like ESPN... Passan is ESPN's... uh, ESPN Baseball's version of, like, an Adam Schefter or Mm. an Adrian Wojnowski. Um, So, Passan, like... Like the day before Christmas Eve, tweeted out that Cody Bellinger had signed a one-year contract with the Dodgers before the lockout happened, hmm. and the lockout was already like two weeks in, or like like a good like chunk in. I'm like, how did how did that how did that first off how did that information not get leaked until now? Because like if dudes sign contracts, it's like like the deal is broken before they even sign the contract. Like it, it, mm-hmm. at this point. It was like a two-week delay. I was like, what? How does that make... Did he sign it, like, during the lockout? You can't do that. He crossed the picket line. But he he did not. It was just like, oh, yeah, they made the deal before they, the the lockout. And I was like... It's what? interesting that it took that long. Yeah. It was very strange. Just like this lockout. Everything about it is very strange. But I did tell you that I had something that I was going to say about the lockout. Yes. So on, on Reddit Baseball... Good place, a, Reddit. A great place. Love Reddit. Get all my sports info from there. Um, there is a guy who he put it upon himself to draw a different picture of Mike Trout every single day for the lockout until it ends. 
So he's on 31 days of a different... And so, like, now he's, like, getting, like, famous, like... Like, so he's, like, doing this all in, like, Microsoft Paint um, or whatever. <laughs> that uh, detail even... was very crucial. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I... It is what it is. So, like, I think the first few, like, oh, they were, like, very good, like, you know, very well artistic. Now he's, like, doing, like, very crudely drawn uh, Mike Trout's in, like, famous, like, photos like or like famous paintings so like he did one of the scream but it's mike trout um there's like there's like one of mike trout but instead of his face it's a baseball yeah like, but like you can see his face like you can see like his head and it's just like like the baseball covering like, yeah that's um there's a i cannot remember something. the name of it it's the guy with the apple in front of his face hold on i don't know what that is but he did that um he i'm i'm sure he did mona lisa like the first it's called son of man look okay. it up it's the same thing so son of trout son of trout son of man do uh, this guy um don't get us the, the phil collins oh sorry <laughs> and a couple the best couple... disney soundtrack of all time oh, oh my word derailed by far tarzan 100%. by far okay he didn't have to you. go that hard for us but he did <laughs> um thank you and uh, he did, he did on day thirty the painting of of Ivan the Terrible oh, eating no. his, or no the Sun King oh, I don't know what it was it was the painting where like the guy is eating his kid yeah good but in, in Mike Trout's mouth it's Jose Altuve <laughs> <laughs> so Tiger's news. Picture of Mike Trout <laughs> eating Jose Altuve. <laughs> That's our Tigers news right there. It's the best I ever heard oh in my, my entire gosh. life. Gosh. So that's that's the news from the lockout. So maybe every I'll, I'll, maybe as the lockout progresses, I'll just review the paintings <laughs> for the week. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, but other than that, there's there's nothing else. We we have milked 51 oh, minutes shit. out of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, and Ben is probably going to have to cut out a decent amount of chunks. Not a decent no, ben, amount. No, Ben, keep it in. Keep it in there. Well, I hope he fixes, at least can fix some of the audio in the beginning because people will lose their hearing, Christopher. Oh, jeez. Okay. I guess I called for that. I'm glad you oh, think you're gosh. funny. I do think I'm funny. Oh, I'm hilarious. I'm just kidding. Corey is no, funny. Not. Definitely not. All right, before we all enter existential dread, let's wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe, share with your friends. We love uh, sharing this via word of mouth. If you would like to give us five stars, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can follow us on all of our socials at CNC Sports Pod, and we will see you next week. Deuces. Enjoy the pictures of Mike Trout eating children. Harbaugh khakis. Bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Noelle. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the CNC Replay. Please subscribe and rate us five stars as it really helps us out. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at CNC Sports Pod. We'll see you next week.